Hi, my name is Jason Adriani, and welcome to the Blade in Chats, your skating chat based. In this podcast, we are talking with bladers and bladies from all over the world, united by a single passion, blading. Episode 43, John Julio. Yes. Hey. What's up, John? How you doing? Fine. Good to see you, man. Good to see you, too. Where you at? I'm in my car. <laughs> I can see that. Where are you going? <laughs> uh, running errands. Oh, great. Everything's fine? So, so, social distance. Uh, running errands <laughs> everything's fine yeah yeah um you know doing the same thing as everybody else trying to stay safe and trying to work too i'm uh i'm fortunate to keep working right now so doing that how are you doing are you, are you still at home yeah, yeah definitely like you're, you're stuck at home until probably next monday i mean like the government okay. are like lessen the restriction uh, from next Monday. And hopefully if like everybody here in Italy are, are do like their job, uh, we are going to be able to have like more less restriction at the 18th yeah. of uh, May. So hopefully crossing fingers, yeah. like um, we're going to be able to get rid in a way of this situation somehow. Great, man. Well, that's good news. So you have, you, what are the restrictions? I mean, I've, I read about it and see it online, but it's as gnarly as they sound. Yeah, you can't I mean, go out. No, you can't go out. You're like, uh, if if they cut you around, you can get like a two thousand euro fine. If it, if like cut you, like yeah, yeah if it, if they cut you with like a bunch of friends, you guys risk like five thousand each per person euro fine. Fine, so kind of yeah. kind of tricky. <laughs> but I mean, like, I do believe that like they. Do you think it's how this obviously helps? Exactly. To, yeah. to like, you know, let the people stay at their houses and stuff like that. And of course, I mean, like you're able, of course, to go to buy those uh, primary things, like going to the grocery, grocery or like pharmacies and all that. But besides you, that, you like, can go out of the house, obviously. You can, but like you have to say um, like, the, how can I say, like it has to be like the, the quickest as possible. So just go to the supermarket and then go back home. No, like walking to the park, no jogging, no sports, no nothing. So, yeah, crazy, it's kind of yeah. like that here. I mean, you've talked to Miguel and a few people, uh, but it's definitely uh, not as strict as, as, as what you have. You know, we can go out and um, you're not getting fined. You're not going to get a $5,000, at least as I know of. Um, they're definitely being more strict out here about masks. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, as everywhere else, but like if you go into restaurants, like you, it's definitely more... Uh, frowned upon if you don't um they have signs on the doors like if you go to the grocery store um but yeah you guys have it a lot tougher than we do yeah because like we have like those three cities which are like milan of course bergamo and brescia which are like super heavy heated by this wall infection thing and like there was yeah. like a, a couple of weeks like we have like at least 13 14 days within like uh, 700, 800 people dying per day. It's insane. So yeah, it was like a massacre, like literally a massacre. Wow. So Incredible. yeah. So but sad. Right now, 
yeah definitely but just because like the government and and i was reading the newspaper the other day and they said that like uh even before the very first patient um who get caught by having this uh, covid 19 disease uh there were like more than a thousand people infected by the doctors yeah. they didn't really recognize it because they didn't knew what was going what was going on and stuff like that so like they said that like probably it was around here in italy even yeah. in january like a like a late january so yeah late january right crazy but yeah like, well, I'm, i'm glad you're okay and thank you so much. i just want to say you're doing the right thing here with the chats and you're keeping no. you know people positive vibes to everybody it's really cool like you john i like, think that's one that's one thing that uh that uh covid can't beat is the communication and, and the bond i guess right it's cool definitely, that. definitely. Yeah. Come, come, coming for you it really means uh, it really means a lot so thank you so no, much it's cool man thank it's you so actually much. inspired i mean i know it's kind of a popular thing but you doing it you know it, 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 just, it i feel like you're one of the first people to do it and and since then like everyone's you know seeing the opportunity you know to to, to, really, to share and then yeah exactly talk and stuff like that exactly. i mean like it came out like to me just like a thing to kill the time because i was here doing yeah nothing i just feel like my my p-rail of course and all that but like you know i didn't want to you have a all. you have a yard at least you have you have space yeah luckily i do have like a garage like a, a multi-garage so i can like i put my box and my rail and, and i'm skating it but not, yeah. not skating it like all right. day because, the garage. Yeah. Yeah. because i don't want to bother you know the, the people here in the condo and all that so i was yeah. like uh, i'm gonna skate like twice per week an, an hour half an hour and that's pretty much it because yeah. i don't want to bother and i don't want to you know like you, all, you also don't want to go crazy right <laughs> definitely <laughs> <laughs> mentally i have to be like you know clear and all that and i like yeah I could have like been pretty crazy and like if I didn't get like the chance to skate for like more than like yeah two months actually yeah I couldn't yeah. be like uh, it's like you're there. injured but you're not you know? <laughs> exactly so Exa- you and like but you didn't you exactly know? and then from the very first day that like the government said okay from tomorrow shut down the weather yeah. boss believe me the weather was like unbelievably good it was like all the time super shiny <laughs> Tor- that's called torture huh <laughs> exactly crazy crazy And uh, one thing that I saw that I was really happy was the fact that like uh, you have received the skates like yeah. even if like that that thing didn't really uh bother you and like I'm so happy about it and like uh, there's a lot of things happening exactly it's actually around my birthday when the covid hit really hard here in America in California at least around March 15 and March 16 and then that following that Monday I actually my whole world was I had to get out of my old warehouse and move into my new warehouse, which I've been posting on my social media. And when, during that week was like, you can't, you're, you know, shelter at home. You can't go out. You can't go, you know, you should, you, you can't do anything. You can't go to work, only essential business. So at that time I'm shit, I'm sitting there like, what did I do? I can't, I got a new warehouse. I got to move into, you know, and, and I don't even know. I mean, none of the homies are going to help because you can't be anywhere near anybody. I mean, you don't want anyone to help either. Right. And what was the other thing? And, and I had made the decision, I had my keys already. So I had to move no, no matter what. So I'm sitting there like, what am I going to do here? Can we go outside? That kind of situation. Then I realized it wasn't as crazy. You know what I mean? I mean, it was it's still crazy, but it wasn't like I couldn't go out. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, when I signed the lease for my new place, I thought I couldn't get the keys. You know what I mean? Like I, I thought I couldn't move in because of the situation, because it was such a... You know a global problem 
but you know, I was able to get my keys. I, they, they, they still met me at the place. Um, I hired movers and I made sure I kept distance from them while they moved all my stuff <laughs> into the new warehouse. Um, and then after that, after that whole stressful thing of getting that all situated, then I was, you know, I was lucky and fortunate to see that the progress for the 909 wasn't as affected uh, for manufacturing and for delivery. So uh, it could have been, and it could have been a lot worse. And I was like, I think I was like two weeks late and I could have been, it could have been like some other, yeah. you know, some other problem that I'm thankful we didn't. Otherwise the, my, the business would have been, you know, in real trouble. No, definitely. Um, that, that is why I was super happy to to see it. Like, no, no, like, it comes from my heart, and like I was like, oh man, that's cool. That's it's cool wild, man. I'm really like we're really lucky. Uh, somebody up there is like looking down on on them <laughs> skates and is really looking out because like, you know, we came back from the UK and and then came back to like, oh god, I gotta figure out what to do with the warehouse, and all, and then, then boom, pandemic, and then boom. You know, nine or nine. Is it gonna? Is it gonna come? You know, it's just like a lot of unsureness, and and obviously no one's been in a situation before. So, you know, I myself gotta admit I was panicked. You know, like I was like, and all, and all, not just about the skates. You know, I was just like anybody else. Like, what do we? What's happening? You know? Yeah, exactly. It's not a skate thing anymore. It's bigger than that, right? So, true. Anyway. And it's crazy because, like, um, you, of course, like, uh, you're running a business, you have, like, a wife, two kids, and, like, where yeah. are you going to find the time for skating and, like, to, 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 like, handle this whole situation? Because it's, like, super remarkable, in my opinion, to, you know, to be um, able to. I, I just kind of go ride the wave, you know, I hope, and I hope, I mean, I have a lot of help. I, it's not just me, you know, like, okay, I go to the warehouse and, um, and ship and, But there's a there's a everyone's contributing um one way or another you know to make this happen so i, I it's not just me and, and but i'm as far as time goes balancing it with my wife is uh she's a super she's a super woman so she she's very patient too and she understands and i think that's that's our foundation and after that it's kind of like we just hope everything you know lines up like there's certain things that we can't control this life And there's certain things we can't. So we just try to control everything that we can the best we can and hope everything kind of falls in line, you know. And and sometimes like a pandemic happens, you can't control it. You just kind of <laughs> exactly you gotta like hold on for the ride. And and again, like extremely fortunate and 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 just happy that we can deliver. And and thanks to everyone out there who's watching who's who's purchased a pair and supported them skates because that's that's what it's all about, really, right? It's, it's just definitely so No, great, yeah. great. And I also have to tell you one thing, because like when I started skating, um, your name for some reason, like I started skating in 2000. And before that, like here, the scene in Italy was like super big and like from 90, like just like everywhere in the world, like yeah. 1994 yeah. to 1998 or something. But for some reason, like uh, I heard your name like before the, the time I was skating. And so when I started skating, like um, uh, no, I'm half Italian, half Filipino. And knowing right. that, that there was like a, a Filipino at that yeah. level, that famous to me, gave me like this, this, this kind of a, a self, uh, uh, self-confidence. I was like, oh man, like I'm, I'm so proud to be Filipino. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. I, I actually um, just connected 
with a, a, a skater from, named Jeff. And they're opening a skate shop in the Philippines. Wow. Crazy. Jeff Net. I think Jeff Net, if he's watching, <laughs> shout out to him because they are opening a shop in the Philippines. So I think he's in Manila. So, oh, sorry. I am full Filipino, if anyone's wondering. So, <laughs> but uh, that's cool. It's cool to have that bond. And uh, I, I, uh, are you part of the uh, Facebook group? I try to chime yeah. in. I just, I watch it all the time. Pino, Pino aggressive, uh, yeah. aggressive, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I <laughs> no. feel like I don't do enough. I gotta do more for the community. I don't do enough, so. I mean, like, come on, like you are That's like okay. super busy. It's like uh, just the fact that you're still skating. It's 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 enough. I would say, you know. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it, man. No, no, definitely. Like, what I'm saying, I'm not here for. I mean, I just coming from the heart, and, like, and uh, I mean, like, yeah, it's just like pure admiration. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. And um, and you are like from San Jose or from San Francisco originally? I was born in San Jose. Um, I grew up in a little town called Milpitas. It's, it's in between um, San Jose and San Francisco. So more towards San Jose. But um, I lived in San Francisco for a, a long time too. So um, it's just the whole Bay. I kind of, I've kind of been, I, I grew up there. Well, I actually, I lived in Japan too. And I lived in Hawaii because oh. my dad was in, in, is in, was in the Navy. He from, from okay. the Philippines, he came to America. So yeah, he was enlisted in the Navy. So because of that, we traveled a lot. So I got to be in Japan and um, Hawaii and mostly in California. And that would be the Bay Area. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because like uh, in, in San Jose, it looks like, first thing first, San Jose looks like a, a proper Filipino city. Like the, oh, yeah. the, city, the city where my mom, she's yeah. from in Nueva Ecija, yeah. it's called San Jose. And so oh, it's yeah. like, uh, it, 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 it seems like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's like a many Filipinos in, in San Jose skaters well, related, right? Well, if you come out here, you, you'll know where, where we're at. Like, growing up, like, um, my town, Malpitas, was highly populated Filipinos. Like, it, you, you couldn't, you're basically like the Philippines, you feel like, because everyone is Filipino. Not anymore. Definitely gentrified differently now because of, you know, uh, Silicon Valley, whatnot, or, or money financials, you know? But, uh, mm -hmm. and, but Daily City closer to San Francisco it's that's like where a lot of, a lot of Filipinos uh, are are living and uh, where else in LA Carson like where Chuck's from yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, there's like yeah it's funny how everyone kind of you connected know, and like connect. yeah yeah <laughs> it's crazy and people and, all came over here. and like I always wanted to ask you like how did you get into skating I got skate uh, my friends I grew up with like uh we like what was the first movie we watched it was in between airborne it was already out and uh airborne and dare to air um but i think airborne kind of topped it off because it was in a movie it was a movie and uh but a hoax hoax one for me was the one that just changed my world you know um but we all like we were in high school or like freshmen and in seventh grade eighth grade and we were you know, like b-boying, dancing, uh, DJing, we're into hip hop. You know, the whole, whole you know, hip hop culture, and um, and through that, um, we just found skating and um, hockey. Mm -hmm. Hockey was like the first thing. I, I was terrible at hockey, and then um, <laughs> and then trick skating. You know, you know, doing stair rides, and that was the first thing. Stair rides. Um, and then air, we watched air to air, and then we started seeing little pockets of things happening 
like the local skate shop, which was called Inline Sports. They did rec skates. They did hockey. Big, big on hockey, mainly hockey. And they had a little like aggressive corner. And then that shop expanded to like, I think at one point they had five or three or four locations for sure. And I would go at least two of them back and forth. And I would be like, kind of like just waiting for something new to come out, like daily bread or, or box or like, you know, whatever. And I was, a t- I was a kid that was always at the skate shop trying to like, and they would have a P rail. And, um, that was kind of like my first intro to, to the whole thing. And that was like 90. Oh man, I was in high school. I was graduating in 95. So 92, 93, something like that. Wow. Was, yeah. And, it went really quick though, you know, like, uh, got sponsored really quick. I feel like, um, this whole the transitional thing was happening really fast. Like I could barely skate ramps. I would say 92, 93. And then toward 95, 96, I was skating a lot of parks, trying to like, trying to like follow what Tom Fry was doing and all, and Dayton Cooper Smith. There's a couple guys in the Bay, like Zach Murphy, uh, Webby. I don't know if you remember him at all. Monterey, mm-hmm. the whole Monterey, uh, set a whole Monterey scene. They were really good at transition because they did uh, ramp shows. I forgot what the name was of the, the the team, but there was Team Nouveau, and then there was one in Monterey, and they were killing it on ramps. They were they yeah. were like, and for us, for me, I just skated rails and ledges and just. That, <laughs> I could barely. I think I could barely skate faking, maybe you know, like I was just learning how to skate backwards. Anyway, that's how I started. <laughs> And then, like, you have invented, like, a bunch of, of tricks, like Sidewalk, Unity, and Mistral, right, yeah. don't you? Uh, you know, it's part of it, for sure, maybe, yeah. Like, uh, back then, there was just, there's, there was a lot of things already done, and and maybe I was in a good situation. Like, I was in a lot of magazines, and um, thanks to Jess Dearenforth and um, Chris Mitchell, and mainly Jess, because we, we he he was a photographer for Daily Bread, um, and they found me. They kind of discovered me anyway. So um, through that and Dave Payne with Video Groove, like through the video, like I I, I was fortunate to like um, jump on this boat, and that just started to get to dock to dock out, you know. And and that was like me and Roadhouse. You know, Roadhouse was first, and then I just was right behind him with Shrine, and then um, I just kind of like. You know, lucky to, it was, the, the the industry was so small, but there was a lot of money because there's a lot of corporate money, but um, thankful for Daily Bread, and, and then 50-50 started, and Senate was already there, um, and then all these little the companies started finding a way to, you know, have a have a kind of an industry, so, like, there was a lot of energy in the mid, mid-90s going into 2000, so just lucky to be there, and, and like, going into the tricks, it was just about, like, um, what wasn't being done yet, you know, and being creative. Like I was dancing a lot then too. So I was kind of, maybe I did a lot of monkey plants in the street, you know, like, I think I, I, did, like, I don't know. I did med spins to grinds, I think. And that was just like, cause I saw med, my neighbor, my neighbors from New York was doing meds and it looked so sick. And now like it's natural progression just to see what hasn't been done and, and try it, whether it looked ugly or not. I don't know the sidewalk, you know, and, uh, one foot rolls to grinds and, I don't know. Back then, it was like, just try it, you know. <laughs> but but yeah, like, but to be honest with you, earlier, like, I was watching a couple of, of your profile and everything, and I watched your B24 profile, and like all of those, um, uh, 
monorail spin to trick or like you did like a royal to hand plan or flip something like that yeah it was like yeah. quite cool i mean like in my opinion they were like uh yeah pretty cool again i was just kind of you know just trying something different that was you know that i didn't think um was done yet i guess and at the time i feel like uh I was in the, I don't know, I was in the limelight a lot. So I was trying to really push, you know, I was motivated. I had that, that fire, that young energy to, I'm in front of, I mean, I got, I'm getting all these ads and, and I got sponsored. And I started traveling a lot and I, it was like, there was good energy at that time. So I felt mm -hmm. like, and there's a lot of things I feel like weren't done yet or tried to, or, you know, so, you know, I was, I feel like that's, that was, that's basically the, the product of VG4 maybe. Mm-hmm. And, and then like within like the, the years passing by like uh, how did you get into USD and like uh, when you were like uh, in USD did you felt that like uh, you guys have like in my opinion probably because I started skating in 2000 or something like that like did you ever felt like uh, that you guys have changed the way of like envision skating um I feel like I, from my from my point of view, I think I, I was a big fan of Senate, like everybody else, and they were doing, <laughs> they were changing skate, like, so. And then I I did and and I was on, England. I started England with Jess, so we were trying to do our contribute our, our vision of like, on our side of things maybe like what Senate was doing, but in a different way, you know, so. We were just doing clothing, though, you know, and, and I don't know if I, I felt like I knew I knew I wanted to be involved in it for sure. You know, like, dude, like the best of the best were going to be on it. Like at the time, it was just, of course, I wanted to be involved in it, but I didn't, you know, I, I was never like, oh, this is going to change things. I just felt like uh, I'm fortunate to, like, be involved in it at that time. But I mean, looking back at it now. Um, it, it, it was, you know, it did what it did. It, it was a, it was a big part of, you know, role-playing history. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, but maybe it's because like I started in 2000, but like in my opinion, yeah, it did really, yeah. it had an impact in everybody's life. And uh, of yeah. course it's part of the culture and uh, it's history yeah. of our yeah, life. Of course. Yeah. So like, yeah, at the time. I, you know, when, in my position, it was more like life-changing situations. I think that's mm -hmm. more about for for me because, you know, I had a salary at the time with roses and um, and blading was like on the up. You know, ninety-eight, ninety-nine. I, was it ninety-eight, ninety-nine? I don't know where I transitioned to USD, but but USD was just starting, so there was there was no money. You know, it was like okay. If we can get this thing going then and we can turn it over then we can then we can like get to the point where we can pay salaries and get something back to the skaters which is kind of funny saying that right now because i'm trying to do that right now <laughs> with them right but um that's what happened at the time and um so it more affecting my life because i was so comfortable in one situation that could in you know and then I don't want to call it a sacrifice because it's not. We should be all be fortunate to to do anything in skating. But I remember my parents being like, "Are you crazy? Like, you're making money right now, and you're gonna go over here and not make any money? Like, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense." <laughs> but that was reality. So, 
Yeah, and also it was maybe more challenging and yeah. like watching the facts, like you guys have like created a part of history, just like Arlo did with Roses, I believe. So like, uh, I mean, like you guys have like, you guys made history uh, at that point. So probably it was the best choice. Yeah, I think so. It, it definitely puts a stamp in history and, and puts us, will help my help me get to my next part of my, my world, my life and some keep, skating and keep motivated um thanks to matthias you know like he like he's a he's a great dude and he, he like he helped out he has a you know it was a great situation to be in and um i learned a lot going through that you know i was a pro skater to team manager it was crazy and then i went back to pro skater and then josh Petty <laughs> was my team manager it was like a it was an interesting he had some great times <laughs> So, yeah. because uh, yes, was Josh Petty asking you to be involved in USD, right? Yeah, it was Josh Petty. That's right. Because like, how was, I don't even know how. Because Josh was one of the first, and it was Dustin for sure. And then I remember going to Lausanne. Did you ever go to Lausanne back in the? 90s? I haven't been. Oh, you weren't even skating yet. Yeah, you weren't skating yet. <laughs> I want to say it was ninety-seven, ninety-eight, and then I remember sitting down with it was Josh and Dustin, me and I think it was Matthias and Jurgen. Um. And we just sat like at this cafe, and they pulled out the throne, and it was purple. And I was just like, "Whatever these two do, I'm doing too." You know, like because I was like, "Whatever Dustin and Josh are doing, this is I'm like down. I'm down." I, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't even flinch. You know, it was just. But looking back at it, going back to what my parents said, it probably was, you know, as a responsible <laughs> adult, it, it was definitely a. Uh, something that I would probably not understand if I was my parents. Mm. And like, there's like a couple of questions here. One from Bruce. He asked, like, uh, was the fifty thousand, like the the fifty thousand signed fee uh, to USD a true thing? Sorry. He says, like, was the fifty thousand uh, dollar sign on fee to USD true? Fifty thousand dollar sign on fee. On fee. On fee. Like probably he, he's talking about salary or something like that. Oh, salary. That, did I make it $50,000? Yeah. Is that the question? I, I think so. I mean, he says... Like, yeah. like you know, in, a, in one check? Yeah. Or, <laughs> um, Probably it was just like a legend, no? In one check? 50 grand? Yeah. No, I never to made it. To join USD? Okay. No. So, Bruce, I'm sorry, but it wasn't true. Sorry to... Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I'm trying to think. No. I would remember that. <laughs> I made, I enough, made enough. I mean, we were like 18. I was 19, 18, 19, going to 20, like 21, maybe. How old was I? That's 20 years ago. So I was 20s. So, and Red Roadhouse was like, who else was younger than me? Even Roadhouse was on a roll, but he was getting paid good. And that, then there's there were salaries, you know, we could actually, as young kids and teenagers going into our 20s, like getting oh, okay, a few no, grand no. of office. Mm -hmm. oh, because like Bruce is saying like, uh, no, years ago in one magazine, in one of the magazine, it was said you guys got 50K each to join USD. Oh, that's not true. Fake news back then. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I have a really bad memory, which I do. <laughs> I don't think I, yeah. Man, like 50, 50K, I will really, I feel like everybody would remember that, right? Yeah, I definitely would remember that. <laughs> And then, and so, like, with that being said, like, you, of course, have been, like, in 
thousands of, of competition and, uh, and, uh, and, and like, uh, yeah, competition in general. Like, do you, have you ever like, or do you have like any uh, favorite ones? Like, do you have like any uh, favorite moment in competitions? Um, I have two I can think of right now. Um, the first one is I, I won the NIS 1996 championships. Uh, that's kind of like, it was a good year for me that year because I just started getting paid um, from sponsors and traveling a lot. I was going, I mean, it was insane. Like, I was never home. If I, if I was home, I was home for like two days and then I would go to like Europe or something and I'd be there for, sometimes it was weird. I remember going with Roadhouse, we would go like, we would go like one week to like Spain and come home and then the following weekend we go back to Europe it was like there was just there was so much yeah. money and events happening that different people were paying for it so it didn't matter we just, there was just demand for us to go to places and um, so that whole period I wouldn't say it's just that one contest but winning that actually just kind of catapulted my whole career as a skater you know like that kind of put me I mean if you won this Because it was like Arlo, TJ Weber, uh, 97, I don't know who else won it, but I won 96. You know, I think Arlo won 93, TJ Weber won 94. Wow. I don't remember who won 95. I shouldn't know that, but you know, 96, I won it. And I was just like, you know, I, I feel like I accomplished, like, I'm actually, people, you know, I did it. And then um, another one would be Bercy, um, France. You, and that was like 99 and you weren't there probably no but i do remember your disaster fish brain in an i think it was 2001 edition okay you did disaster top acid and disaster yeah. i wasn't there but i've seen it yeah, on television yeah it was a uh, in the year before that and um yeah that's probably a really big moment there's so many people there in that stadium wow and, um i did a, i did a pretty cool line there that i I was very, very stoked on, and um, yeah, that's probably the last big contest I ever won. <laughs> I'm not a contest guy, man. Like I, as far as like competing and stuff, you know. Pure street from the art. You know, yeah, I mean, I'll skate them, but I was, I mean, I was super nervous. You know, every time, like, I'm that guy who's just falling. You know, and then so and am I. Like, and if I like that, that year. I, I was just, I was lucky that I was on one. So, yeah. There's a, there's a question from from Joy Egan, which is pretty cool, I believe. Like he asked, uh, "What was the most favorite song cover you like?" On cover. Uh, of uh, me, I guess he's asking. I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe the uh, Johnny Donahoe shot. Rest in peace, Johnny Dono. Oh, well, Sorry. yeah. Uh, a launch off these picnic tables to Soyal on a roof. Boss, like it was... Yeah. The I, it was I was in doing, the mind video. Yeah. I, I was doing to say... I was going to say it's that your one. favorite cover from yeah. in, in my perspective. Because that one was... I've never... I, I don't... I never do roofs. And not that that was a big, big roof, but for me, that was like... That was a roof. Like, it was sketchy. And uh, that was the mind game days, so you know, just trying to keep up. <laughs> I think I think Shino was there that day too, and John and Elliot was there, so Damn. I'm sure there were the reasons why I was. And like, 
talking about like those days, like where and of course the Bercy, like where like the idea of making like a, a pure street competition came out, like uh, was like a, your idea, the idea? No, uh, it was already happening in Amsterdam. Um, I forgot the the guy's name right now, but he was doing the real street Amsterdam. Maybe. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was doing the real street. Um, so it wasn't an original idea by any means, but the format was different. Our format was matching your tricks. Um, and then Angie, um, Walton, she came up with the name because I came up with the idea, like, it'd be cool if you just kind of like this horse, you know, in basketball, you match your trick and let's try it, you know? But, but was really, what was really encompassing about that event was the energy that, that came about, um, in, in street competition because it's different. Well, it's kind of similar to the park competition because you get that same excitement, but in the streets, it just seems like we're way more crazier. And, um, but yeah, that's at the time in America, it wasn't happening. And there was definitely a alternative, uh, what's the one I'm looking for? I think the people were looking for, we're all looking for something alternative in competition to happen because the X Games was very corporate and we were just trying to have something for the industry. I think that was kind of, you know, um, I was just kind of there with Zeke Way and Mike Wilson and, and Angie and whoever else, you know, just to, you know, if I wasn't, I was trying to make it happen. And um, that was kind of how it started. I remember we started at X Games that was happening in San Francisco. So That's in Amsterdam. Remember that? Dick. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I bet like you're like uh, uh, meeting millions of people. So yeah, this is like uh, some random moment. That's cool. <laughs> 16 years ago. <laughs> Damn. How old then, are you now? 34. 34. I ain't that young now. You're like right, <laughs> right behind me. Exactly. I'm right there. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Angie, like I'm going to have Angie Walton here at the Blading Check um, next oh, Wednesday. What? That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I was able That's to incredible. reach up her at the, on on Facebook, and then we talked a little bit. So I'm so hyped on that one as well. Yeah, tell her like, tell her to bring back daily bread. Oh wow, mamma mia, I would love that. I get like a, almost all of them. I miss like only 17 copies, but yeah, they're the best. Especially during these quarantine times, you know, I keep watch all of these amazing picture from Johnny, from Dan Buster, from uh, from Ryan Shovel, from everybody, like Brian Konoski. I mean, crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. And um, so, like, have you ever had, like, a, a favorite IMYTA? I know it's a hard question, obviously. Um, as hard as – they're all terrifying. I, I remember yeah. them being terrifying because the liability and – but, I mean, the, the San Francisco one was definitely – the San Francisco one was the probably the best experience the second best experience, but the best, because it was new and we just done, we just, it just happened, you know, organically. Um, and to watch all the people like go from the EMB from one spot to the other. And it just kind of it grew to just to see it kind of be born, I guess. Like, whoa, you know, this is a, this is a huge, this can be, this is a huge thing. You know, like this is crazy how people are, are migrating to each spot and, and the tricks that were going down and the vibe that was created. So that was definitely uh, one of the, my favorites, but the the Paris one, with the ones with the Shima, like Ooh. the when the Shima one, we Royale flattened down and and um, the five over the stairs, the right? five or Jeff Roderick five forty over the big wall. And, <laughs> uh, 
deal. It was just like epic. The, the crowd and um, yeah, there's definitely that was definitely a crazy moment. If you were there, people know. Like, it was overwhelming. But oh, you know what? The Montreal ones were crazy. I was just talking to uh, Fish, uh, um, Fish and Austin. We were texting back and forth, and I was like, "Dude, like, was it Felix Guzman? I don't know if you saw the Montreal one." Yeah, yeah was, like, of course. The bridge. He dropped in the bridge into the ledge, like, set three stories into his bank. <laughs> like, and then Shima's huge wall ride. And then the Which one table? With the table over. Like, dude, this is insane. You know, like, oh, Puerto Rico, Chaz Sands, I see you. Sit down here. <laughs> Chaz Sands, oh, yeah, with Frankie, Richard, like, they were. That was sick in Puerto Rico. Actually, the Puerto Rico one was really sick, too. They had, we had the band, we had a marching band, like, uh, Moses uh, Igus, he organized that. Like, shout out to him. Uh, I think I saw Abdil in there. Yeah, Abdil says So yeah, I, I mean they're all great. They they all have had their moments. Like Matthew Heineman, like, wow, yeah. that was amazing, you know. And uh, the Liverpool ones were insane. Chaz, like Chaz Sands, and uh, okay, there's so many. And not only that, not only the event, the actual event contest, which was insane, but just, you know, there's so many cool things that are happening around them, too. Like the the Bursi contest or uh, there's a lot of things happening around them. Some nice, you know. Man, I, I wish I was able to come to those Bursi IMYT. It was going to be like the perfect match. Like watching yeah. all of you guys skating street and killing the skate park, man. I, I mean, the way things are looking... Right now, you never know. We might just have those big crowds again. You know, skates, skates are selling these days. It's kind of crazy. I'm sure you've heard like, uh, like roll buildings, like kind of like a lot of people buying roll blades these days. It's kind of cool, like recreation. They, our yeah. governments should like uh, let those gyms close for a little while more, right? <laughs> What's that? Like, the, like gyms. Gotta stay closed for a little more. Yeah, right. Yeah, gyms and, and the bars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just like keep the people in the streets. Like let them yeah. let them roll, boy, man. No, no team sports. Exactly. Keep those people, keep those people on skates. But you know, uh, I, to be honest, like there was a, a spike in sales. If, uh, just talking to shops, as I do all the time, before the pandemic. So it's kind of nice to know that the. Like skating was kind of on the up already before pandemic, and I had a I had a conversation. I like to share this with one of the shops and who was actually feeling, you know, really good about the sales before pandemic, and and, and this is in America, and he was like, "Man, like, I can't believe how many orders we're getting these days." And this is like February, maybe January, February. It's like I feel like the sun's happening. This this is crazy. I had, yeah, you know. And then, and then I had the same conversation with him, you know, in March, when the pandemic hit. And he's like, Mother, motherfucker, John, you know, now that we're, you know, sales are, are spiking, the pandemic hits, you know, he's like, of course, it's like ironic, you know, and then, but the crazy thing is it actually is helping it. So there might be a little bit of miss, like, is it, was it because of the pandemic or was it already happening? It's kind of up in the air. From, from my experience right now, just from talking to some no, true, true. So I, it's obviously helping it um, for obvious reasons, but 
it's nice to know, I guess. And like, I, I have to apologize with Chess because yeah, Chess, like in in Glasgow, they gotta open the the, the gyms. So let, let let those gyms open in uh, in Glasgow. Yeah. <laughs> because because Chad is running a gym, so oh, is he? Like... oh yeah. <laughs> I think Mike Budnick also. Mike Budnick runs uh, mm -hmm. um, a few gyms, or it's definitely wow. it's like this, the gym business for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nicola Nicola Fiorenza. Uh, he's, he's like he has like two gyms here in in Ancona, and like they both are closed because the government doesn't really help him. I mean, but I mean, within all these pandemic things and all that. I mean, yeah, he's, he's forced to to close his gym. So I, I believe that, like, just like we were saying with Chess, it has to be like a pretty tough time for them because, of course, like they are able uh, to do their own thing. Even if like people like Chess and Nicola are doing like online classes and all that, uh, you have to adapt, like, right? Got to adapt. Yeah. There's like, yeah, my uh, I just saw my niece. She's into dancing. I just watched my um, cousin just post a video of her. She's it's pretty cool, but she's it's like she's watching her screen doing a class with her teacher. <laughs> it's crazy yeah. times, man. Definitely. All these Zoom and Instagram live. It's kind of... And like with that being said, there's a shout out from a good friend of mine, Marco Grandotto from Italy. He says, I grew up watching Ox3 that left a heavy mark on my life and skating. So thank you, John. He says so. Thank you. Ox3. Yeah. You know, I've... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I have our time. I got to remember what Hoax 3. I think we skated a lot of Pleasanton Skate Park from that one. Uh, Coral Reef. And like, there's also a question like, when Eng will England clothing ever come back? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I mean, it's a nice thought, but I don't, I don't think so. I mean, if it does, I won't be involved in it. Just All right. Like, and like, there's a question that I was uh, going to answer, but like Dominic Bruce uh, anticipated me. He said, who do you time after time return to for inspiration in skating? Um, I, these days, it's a lot of social media. I, I watch a lot. I mean, I really like, I mean, obviously Alex. I mean, it's, it's really easy to, to like, get motivated to skate after watching that um not him skate or his posts but um I just like a lot of people do you want me I can list I can list a bunch of people <laughs> <laughs> I mean I want yeah no everybody on the them team and it's, it's, it's not a uh Ren, I really like Ren skating right now from Japan. Um, I just watched his edits. So, like, Marcion and Ritter and Dan, Danny. I get really inspired by Danny. Danny skating. Yeah. Danny Beer. Crazy. Um, any video you have for this video now? Nostalgia for video wise? Um, dude, I just, I mean, it's not old, but I, I really like the video you were in, Dominic. Uh, um, I can't think of the name right now, but you guys just put it out with the Haitian video. Oh yeah, the uh, the Tenerife one, right? Yeah, mom, I mean that one is that was unbelievable, incredible, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, everybody, Dominic and uh, uh, what's his name from Denmark? Carl Lindbergh. Carl, and then um, the whole Danish crew. Uh, I can't remember. Yes. Uh, 
Christian Berg. Yes. Right? Yes, Christian Berg. Yeah. Dude, yeah. his skating is so sick in that video. Yeah, um, true. Uh, you know, it's, there's too many people to name. Exactly. I, I, all, everything happening right now is inspiring in general. Like, to be in the situation to have this brand is inspiring. Like, I'm just trying to keep it afloat. Like, that's that's keeping me going right now. And um, finding a, a purpose to, to keep the doors open and shipping and and connecting with skaters and to seeing what we can do to improve our, our products. That's actually probably the biggest motivation right now is I, uh, I am living a, a, a dream to, to do this brand and to, and people are investing their money in it. So that's, that alone is inspiring to like, kind of just don't want to let people down, but um, it's sick. It's it's a, it's an incredible situation. And um, I'm just trying to, to keep the doors open and, and, and keep the, keep them skates, uh, the product moving. And, and we have some new stuff in the works and video and wow. Can't uh, wait. Just, uh, trying to support the guys better, support the industry better. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have one person I want to mention skating wise. It's just on the tip of my tongue. I can't, cause I've been, Freaking out about him lately. Uh, I'll come in a second. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but like one one thing that I do really admire from you guys, it's the fact that like uh, the the um, the fundamentals of of the team, it's the, the friendship. Like you, you, it seems that like uh, it has been built first thing first from friendship. Like you guys are super well connected. Like you you guys look like a in what to me looks like a proper team. You know, like friends first, and then like teammates. I don't know if, if you if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's always what the base of even Volo, you know. And, exactly. Um, but even that England, like everything, it just kind of has to be organic in order for it to work, in my opinion. Like, why, why would you, like, take a trip with your homies? You know, you're not gonna take a trip with someone that yeah. You want to take a trip with your homie. You wanna stay with your homies so that's yeah just your crew so exactly just like Matteo is saying like a crew yeah it's just a matter of that and, and uh, it, there's definitely a lot of things that uh, the, before even all that it's friendships you know before team before anything it's friendships and trying to uh, just embrace the people around you that that um, you want to be around that that's also support you so it's like there's no way them could be existing without any of that like there's no way there's so many things I can't do that Mike McMullen's doing or Yvonne's doing or Greg you know like um, and I I'm just learning you know yeah I'm exactly. just you know printing labels and, and shipping certain ways that are save you money like all this shit there's like it's it's crazy so even designing product with kyle like like i thought i knew what i was doing but i don't know you know like kyle knows what he's doing you know what i mean yeah. so, <laughs> there's just there's a lot of things that encompass this than just a pro team or or like because it, 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 it's such an infant in its infancy i think people don't maybe realize that 
it's it's we're a fucking small shit, you know, and 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 there really isn't a lot of money, you know. But with that money that we do make, it's coming back in, and it's it's recreating more skates, and it's giving a little bit more opportunity as we grow. So like, like look at it that. Don't look at it like, you know, you don't you're you know pro team or 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 anything like it, it, it's a it's a it's a movement together. And I'm not saying that just to fucking be the you know what's the word I'm looking for just to say it. It it's, it's, it's really is because the people that I mentioned are the reasons why we have these new skates. The reasons why we have you know the designs that we come out with and the, the amazing videos and that's what you know that's pretty much since day one so and yeah and, and i do believe that you can feel this this drive from like it was on, on valo team right now it's in it, it is in the in the damn team you can really feel it i mean like from that's an cool outside perspective that. yeah no no i, I mean like i'm 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 100 honest and like it's really uh you can really feel it from the outside perspective you can really feel you know that like there's like this flow it's like this this envision behind it and and you know what? Hey, beyond it goes like a conversation like this where things change, you know, like that's how it goes. Social media is kind of like a bad thing and a good thing. But the good part of it is like without social media, we couldn't have raised the money we did raise the turnaround product like we have, because all the money that we raised from the first round of skates. That's the reason why we're here, the support for the skaters, you know, so so going back to what I was going to say, it's just kind of like. It's such an organic thing to have conversation and, and, and things happen, you know, and, and I think what you're trying to say, uh, you, you can see it, you can feel it. It's because that's what's happening, you know, like like Danny's new, Danny's new video came out. He just put, we posted it yesterday that captured a, you know, very organic moment, you know, like so cool to, to see, uh, you know, things get created and for a purpose, you know. True. And Yvonne's at it, Yvonne's at it with Kyle, like, Ah oh, man, like uh, I had an idea, like like because I know Yvonne's work, like it, it can come out like this. I know it, it will, and I didn't. You know, I have no direction. I, I just kind of like you know, I, I kind of told my ideas, but he surpasses any expectation because yeah. he's that talented, you know. So it's just flow, you know. True, and uh, so like with that being said, like uh, just because like we have like uh, seven more minutes to go, because like yeah, after sorry. one hour, yeah, no, 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 not at all. I mean, I'm like, I would stay here to talk like forever, but like this Instagram thing will like shut us down like after yeah. one hour. And also no, I don't want to steal your time. Um, there was like a pretty cool question. Uh, where are you going to see yourself in 10, 20 years first? Uh, <laughs> how about next week? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, 10 years. I hope them skates are still growing and, you know, like, I I I just want to like keep keep things growing, you know. And whatever that means in ten years, I have no idea. But um, I think connecting connecting more people to skating is what I'm all about. And and if I, if the brand can do that in ten years, then I think we'll be in a really good place for sure. Because I believe, I believe in what we're creating. I believe in this whole, this whole thing. So, it, yeah, we'll see. You know, uh, maybe we can do 
more shop. I, I just, I'm going to open a shop right now. So it's pretty much done. Um, and I kind of feel good about it right now. Before, I think they asked me a month ago, pandemic wise, be like, oh shit, it's a smart move. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I feel like things are kind of moving in a positive direction, I think, um, I got this one thing, like before a pandemic, I did a sale. No, it was right when it hit, right before it hit hard. Uh, I did a sale at my warehouse, my older warehouse, and I had 10 new people show up. I had never wow. seen before. And I was just kind of blown away because I was like, how'd you find this? Like, oh, my cousin, you know, my cousin told me about this online. I saw you, I follow you on Instagram. I'm like, do you even skate? You know, I, I just started, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 10 people, I swear, I counted 10. Like, who are you? You know, and uh, and that made me feel really good about opening the store that that time, and because these people live in Irvine, Orange County, and and um, even LA, but it it just seemed like, I mean, there is no shop down here, and thank God Intuition is going to open one up in Santa Monica. Shout out to Mick. Uh, but we'll have one in Orange County, so uh, it'll be cool. It feels good to know that. Uh, um, we'll have a location that, that will be able to supply and, and you can fit and you can feel good about going to a space that's for skating. So definitely, definitely. John, well, we do have yeah. like yeah, we do have ahead. like thirty seconds left because yeah. you like the, the countdown thing. So uh, I just wanna say say one thing. Like the your reach of the dream, like for whatever that means, it's super um, an admiring thing. So really, man, like thumbs I up for what you're it. doing. No, really. Thanks for the opportunity, and, and it's great to see your face and next. <laughs> and keep doing what you're doing, man. Like, thank you so much, boss. Really means uh, a lot. Who's, who's next? Tell people who's next. Um, uh, oh man, right now I'm in a rush. Uh, Mike Torres on Monday, Angie Walton on Wednesday. Mike Torres. Oh, what? Yeah. Thanks for listening, the Blading Chats.